Alrighty, welcome back to another All Green DFS NFL podcast here. You know, we've had a great last couple weeks. I'm joined again by our NFL analyst. Cam, how are you doing tonight? Hey, Big Chris, thanks for having me on. I'm doing great and um, ready to get into these games and win some more money this weekend. Yeah, so there were a couple of big upsets last weekend. Hopefully we can avoid those this weekend. Um, we'll get right into the games here. No need to waste any time. First game on the slate here is Seattle at Buffalo. Uh, this is going to be an interesting one. Two very good teams. Seattle coming in at 6-1. and one, Buffalo coming in at 6-2. and two. Cam, who are you liking here? Well, this is going to be a great matchup. Obviously, two of the uh, elite teams in the NFL. Obviously, that's why the spread's clo- so close, giving a field goal advantage to Seattle. Um, a lot of the sports writers I follow really like that uh, the Seattle points here. I, however, however I'm just going to stay away from that. I'm really torn on this game because you have to respect Josh Allen. Josh Allen shows up in big moments. Um, the Bills are well coached. Their defense is very elite. They have um, a great linebacker in Edmonds. I mean, their uh, secondary is elite. I think this is going to be a very close game. And it also depends, too, what kind of uh, Seattle Seahawks we're going to see. Are we going to see the Seattle Seahawks are going to be hitting DK Metcalf a lot? Or are we going to see the Seattle Seahawks that are going to be not knowing really who their identity is? and trying to uh, run the offense through other players. I think they need to stick to what works. You throw the ball to DK Metcalf, get the ball out to uh, your receivers, let Russell Wilson use his arm. And I think if they do that, I think Seattle can edge out a win. But this game is very close. So I'm not really going to play this in most of my uh, plays this weekend. But if I had to play something, I'm going to be taking the over. I really like over 55 points in this game. I like each team to easily put up 25 points apiece. So this over is going to hit with no problem at all. Um, but if I had to take a pick on the game, I'm going to be leaning Seattle money line. But with that being said, if you just want to take action in this game, take the over or a DK Metcalf touchdown. Yeah, I definitely like those picks there. With that, we'll move into the next one here, and that's Denver at Atlanta. Um, it's interesting here. Atlanta's coming in as the favorite. I don't know. These are two kind of middling, very not very good teams here. Atlanta's two and six. I think they're a bit of a better team than their record suggests, but they have not done anything to impress me this year. Haven't been able to close out any games really for the most part. Denver is three and four, so you know they've been putting up a bit more of a fight. If you ask me, um, look good against some decent teams here. Who are you liking in this one, Cam? Well, Chris, I think you said it best when you said uh, Atlanta is better than the record shows. They are absolutely the the best two and six football team in the history of the National Football League, in my opinion, on paper. But they had they had to fire their head coach four games in, and they don't really know what their identity on defense defense is. With that being said, I'm not taking any points in this game. I just like Atlanta's money line. I think Denver's win last week at the Chargers was a fluke. I don't think they're going to be able to do that again this week. So I'm liking Atlanta's money line. I think the Falcons need to run their offense through Julio Jones and put a little, the ball on talk really saying more. Running the ball ultimately is going to be more effective in this game because Denver's offense can be lethal at times. We see Jerry Judy as a deep threat for uh, Locke. So I really think that if we get talk really over 22, 23 touches of the football and Atlanta's able to, to score in the first half and just play some defense in the second half, I really like Atlanta's money line here. Yeah. I think I'm leaning Atlanta as well. Um, they're definitely a better team than the record suggests, as we mentioned. Um, line is a bit, you know, interesting here. Atlanta minus 215. So maybe take Denver if you're interested in kind of an underdog play. They could be an interesting underdog. I'm definitely going with Atlanta here. With that, we're going to move into the next one here. And that's going to be Chicago at Tennessee. I'm definitely liking Tennessee here. Cam, what are you thinking? 
Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I'm all over Tennessee on this one. Tennessee is my first official lock of the week. Um, that's a team I'm going to be playing almost all of my plays. Uh, Tennessee uh, did not look great last week. Uh, they didn't look great the week before, too, at the Steelers, with their game at the Steelers. But I like them to come back hard and win this one in dramatic fashion. Chicago is honestly not a good football team. I don't know why anybody gives them the respect of a six-point spread here. I'm liking the like I mean excuse me the uh the Tennessee Titans by at least a touchdown here I think their offense is going to find their rhythm Derrick Henry's going to have a huge game possibly over two and a half touchdowns my uh projections have him at so I'm definitely taking Henry touchdowns and Tennessee's money line as a lock mm-hmm. yeah I'm definitely with you there Nick Foles hasn't looked you know he's looked out of sorts all season for Chicago here I think you know Tannehill and, you know, Derrick Henry here are going to be able to get the job done against the Bears. So with that, we're going to move right into the next one here, keeping with the quick theme, and that's going to be Detroit at Minnesota. Cam, what are you kind of thinking on this one? This is kind of an interesting one here. Yeah, this is an interesting one because these are two terrible football teams. Minnesota Vikings, they are absolutely an awful football team. I know they beat Green Bay last week. That was just a rivalry fuel game. I think Minnesota comes back to earth this week, and they honestly, they will get the win against Detroit. Because Detroit will ultimately always find a way to beat themselves in the end. But this is going to be a close game the whole time. Look for to live bet this game a lot. The only for sure thing I know in this game is Dalvin Touchdown will score a touchdown. The Vikings are going to, will probably win this game, but Dalvin Touchdown will score a touchdown. So look to play both of those for sure in, in uh, your Sunday plays. All right. Yeah, definitely going for Dalvin Cook touchdown there. He's been out of this world lately, so... That's definitely a great play. Uh, maybe take him as a first touchdown score there. If you're looking to get some better odds, that could be an interesting play as well. Especially if they get the ball first, there's a very good chance he gets that first touchdown of the game. All right. With that, we're going to move into another one here. Baltimore at Indianapolis um, facing Phillip Rivers here in the Colts. I do not understand why the line is so close here. Indianapolis coming in at minus one. I just I do not get it. Baltimore is a good football team. I know they lost last week to the Steelers, but that was a close game, and it was a rivalry game. Steelers are a really good football team. I just do not get why this line is so close and why, you know, Indianapolis is, you know, even coming in at minus one here. Cam, what are you thinking? Yeah, well, Chris, I mean, you just absolutely said everything that needs to be said on this game. I am absolutely appalled that Baltimore is coming in as a minus one-point favorite. I'm going to jump all over this and ride this to the cows come home. I'm going to take Baltimore all the way up to minus six. I think Baltimore beats Indianapolis by six points. Baltimore is by far the better team here. I don't understand how you could have Indianapolis only being a three-point favorite over a team like the Cleveland Browns and then keeping a a spread as close with the Baltimore Ravens at only a one-point underdog. That makes absolutely no sense. Phillip Rivers and the Indianapolis Colts are nowhere near as an elite team as the Baltimore Ravens are. I think Lamar Jackson has a comeback game here. I look for him to have a rushing touchdown in this one. And I'm absolutely all over Baltimore and the points. Yeah, definitely liking a uh, Lamar Jackson rushing touchdown in that game. I'm liking Baltimore and that one to have a big comeback game after their defeat last week with the Steelers. All right, with that, we're going to move into you know one of the another interesting matchup this week, and that's Carolina at Kansas City here. Kansas City, obviously, 7-1, and one, one of the best teams in the league, Super Bowl champs last year. They're coming in against Carolina, kind of trying to find their identity. Minus th- or they're at 3-5 and five here, excuse me. Cam, what are you thinking on this one? Yeah, so, the, Chris, this is an absolute trap game. There is always at least one trap game, game on every Vegas market. 
and this is by far the biggest one. A lot of people are going to be laying Kansas City's points here. Please do not play Kansas City's points. Play the Kansas City money line. Play Kansas City alternate spread. Do not play Kansas City points. Teddy Bridgewater coming into every game he's played where he's been handed points as the underdog, meaning every time he's gotten points from Vegas, he's gone against that and covered the spread 20 out of 24 times. And I think that's the same here. Kansas City's obviously the top three team in the league, but they've had their struggles losing to Las Vegas. It would not surprise me at all if Teddy Two Gloves covers the spread again here. Again, they're not going to win the game, but don't be surprised if it's closer than the sportsbook suggests. So please do not take Kansas City points here, but do take Kansas City money line. Yeah, Kansas City, obviously a powerhouse here, but definitely you know consider that alternate spread here for your parlays. Um, with that, we're going to move right into the next game here. Um, this is Houston at Jacksonville. What are you thinking on this one, Cam? Yeah, well, Houston money line is absolutely locked. They look good. They have looked great um, ever since the firing of Bill O'Brien. Um, Deshaun Watson is back. J.J. Watt just had a big uh, interview this week where he says he's tired of rebuilding. He wants to start winning championships. So I look for him to have a big game this week. I think Houston makes a statement against it, probably the worst, one of the worst teams in the league in Jacksonville. The fact that they're giving uh, Houston only a seven-point favorite over – um, the Southern rival is ridiculous. I like Houston uh, by seven easily in this one. Yep, definitely like in Houston there. Two bad teams, both coming at one and six. I'm leaving Houston on this one as well. We're going to move into the next game here, and that's going to be the Giants at the Redskins. Two bad teams once again. They're all bad teams playing each other today, it seems like. Giants coming at one seven. Redskins coming in at two and five. Or excuse me, they're now called the Washington football team. Who are you liking in this one, Cam? Well, this is a game I don't agree with at all because a lot of people are on the Washington Redskins in this one, but I am actually all over the New York Giants. I love the New York Giants in this one. As you if, as you watch them play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they looked like a much better put-together uh, put football team. I think that was big for them to gain some confidence moving into this week against a crappy football team like the Washington football team. I think Danny Dimes is able to get uh, another win this year. I think, uh, I mean, excuse me, their first win of the year, sorry, this year. And uh, I like the Giants to do it um, uh, this week against the Skins. Excuse me, Washington football team. Yeah, I like the Giants too. They look a little better than their record suggests, if you ask me. Definitely kind of up-and-coming team here. All right, we're going to move kind of into the 4 p.m. games now. Um, first one here, Las Vegas at the L.A. Chargers. Um, this is an interesting one here. Las Vegas coming out at four and three, Chargers coming out at two and five. I think a lot of people expected Chargers maybe be better before the season started. Um, but those are the records today. Las Vegas coming in as the favorite here at minus one ten. So this is obviously a close game, kind of a pick up pick 'em game, excuse me. What are you thinking here, Cam? Well, Chris, I don't have much for you on this game because after all my simulations I've ran, everything comes out to be about even. Both of these teams are really crappy and indecisive each week. What team we're gonna get. Chargers look great some weeks, they look like crap some weeks. Derek Carr looks good some weeks. He looks bad some weeks. So, like, I don't know what to expect out of either of these football teams. That's why Vegas has no clue what to put the game. That's why they're just throwing even on this one. The thing I do know, though, is Justin Herbert take his throwing yards and take over touchdowns. No matter what it is, he will absolutely do it. My simulations have Justin Herbert throwing at least three and a half touchdowns to around four against Vegas, Vegas' defense. So I at least liked over two and a half for sure. Um, another thing that I like in this one, too, is I do like Henry Ruggs III's receiving yards over. Henry Ruggs III's been a deep threat for Derek Carr all year. The Chargers secondary has been streaky here and I mean has been streaky here and there, so I obviously like Henry Ruggs' yards. 
Uh, but on this game, I don't really have a play for you money line wise because I this is a pick 'em game. Yeah, definitely a really close one there. Um, we're gonna at, go absolutely away from trying to close games here. This is Pittsburgh at Dallas here. Pittsburgh is absolutely rolling. Big wins over the Ravens, the Titans, and the Browns in the last three weeks. They're rolling, coming in at seven and zero. The only team in the league with a perfect record coming in against Dallas at two and six. You know, Dallas is playing Danucci once again, you know, kind of playing his hometown team here. And he's looked kind of like, you know, he didn't look great last week, you know, coming in as a rookie quarterback, which is expected. Pittsburgh's coming in at minus 950 favorite, by far the biggest favorite on the car or on the slate here. What are you thinking with this one, Cam? Yeah, I mean, this is definitely um, not who you want to be as Ben Danucci right now, coming in and playing the best football team in uh, the, I mean, she's the best national football team we have right now. So I'm going to be staying. Away from the spread on this one, a minus 14. I do think Steelers could possibly cover this. But I'm going to be taking them as an alternate spread at minus 10. Um, I like the Steelers, obviously, in this one as a lock. And I also like a Deontay Johnson touchdown. So the next game we have up here is Miami at Arizona here. Cam, what are you thinking with this one? Yeah, this one, I am truly appalled that Miami was able to sneak out a win last weekend. I mean, to a tie bet. Two or whatever his name is, only had 80 passing yards. There's so much hype surrounding this kid, and he is not an NFL quarterback. He's like 5'8". It's going to show this week. Kyler Murray is, is, is an elite quarterback. He's around the same size, but he has an arm, and he is going to show and ball out this week. I like Arizona to cover the spread, and I like Arizona's money line. Yeah, definitely with you there. I'm definitely like an Arizona money line. Moving into tonight's game. This is the night game, Sunday Night Football, New Orleans at Tampa Bay. This is going to be a very close game, two very good teams here. What do you think about this one, Cam? Yeah, I mean, it's hard uh, to uh, bet against Brady in this one at home. I think Tampa Bay's looked stellar ever since their loss uh, to New Orleans and Chicago. I think Tampa Bay's really found their rhythm. I like Tampa Bay to win this one at home in a close game. If you're looking for a play on this, though, with points, take New Orleans plus four. I think this game, simulation-wise, is going to be like a 31-29 game. So I would take New Orleans points, but it's I absolutely love Tampa Bay money line and maybe a Rob Gronkowski touchdown for the fourth straight week. Yep, I think a Rob Gronkowski touchdown is definitely a great play there. He's been really hot as of late. With that, that kind of wraps up the whole slate for Sunday. Cam, anything else you have to add? Um, yeah, um, I'm going to be giving an exclusive parlay right now that I won't be tweeting out. This is just for the podcast. Um, this is going to be a fun parlay. I'm going to be doing Arizona money line, Minnesota money line, Tennessee money line, and a Travis Kelsey touchdown. Again, that's Arizona money line, Tennessee, Minnesota money lines, and then a Travis Kelsey touchdown. So play those in a parlay. Those are some juicy odds and, uh, good luck. Yeah, definitely follow us at All Green DFS. There might be a couple more plays we post um, on Sunday game day. So definitely follow us there. Again, thanks to Cam for joining us. Um, hopefully we win some money this weekend. And thank you for listening. We always appreciate all of your support.